Hello, Emily Abadi here coming to you from the AG studio. You are listening to 5-Minute Friday from Hurdle. It's a beautiful day. At least it is on Thursday as I'm recording this here in New York. I am, my spirits are high. The temperatures are high. I think it's like 70 degrees out there today. I'm in a good mood and I'm in a good mood despite the fact that the elevator in my building has basically been out on and off for, I mean, this week for sure. One elevator is completely out of service. There's two for the building. And it is and has been so interesting to see how people react to this fact. So I go into this story also wanting to state that in the episode that I posted from Wednesday, where I chatted with my friend Nick Dio about staving off burnout and managing burnout and the concept of quote unquote breaking the matrix, he said that something that he loves to do when he's feeling a little bit stuck is to do something nice for somebody else. And so Like I said, beautiful day. Got to notice that I had a package downstairs, which typically wouldn't be, would be something very exciting, right? We love mail, but we don't love mail when you have to walk down a bunch of flights of stairs, many flights of stairs to get it and then walk back up all of the flights of stairs. It becomes something instead of taking, you know, a couple of minutes down and up, it's more of an activity. I decided that I was going to go down. And so I went down. I was going to grab my package and I thought to myself, it is too nice just to go down and go right back up. So I walked over to my doorman and I I said to him, I said, I'm going to go for a walk. Do you want anything? He's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm like, if I happen to go into a bodega, would you want something from the bodega? He goes, are you serious? And I was like, yep. And then he was like, I'll take a black coffee. So I did that. I took a walk. Around the block, I put Dio's advice into practice. I grabbed myself. There, a fountain soda, a fountain Diet Coke on a nice day is something that is a joy in my life. I got a fountain Diet Coke. I got him a black coffee. I walked back in. I gave him the coffee. I grabbed my package. And I very happily walked back up the stairs. <laughs> my quads are are definitely feeling it after this week, but it it makes me laugh a little bit because on my journey up the stairs, I'm carrying a package. I've got my Diet Coke. There are just so many people that are complaining about the fact that the elevator isn't working and everyone is frustrated and how could we live here? And I'm still kind of thinking like, how lucky am I to live here? Like, how lucky am I to live in a place where, I don't know, the elevator goes out? And I know that sounds kind of silly and like you might be rolling your eyes at me, but it's all in perspective, right? It's all in the power of perspective. And my perspective on what could be considered an inconvenience is that perhaps it's an opportunity. Perhaps this thing is happening for me. Because really, if the elevator was working, I wouldn't have taken the break that I actually really wanted and arguably needed. If the elevator was working, I would have just gone straight back upstairs and gotten back into the groove or maybe procrastinated getting back into the groove. So I am choosing to find the silver lining of something that may be less than stellar. Let's put it that way. My prompt for you this week, what's one little thing you can do for someone in your life over the weekend? It doesn't need to be big. 
doesn't need to involve spending money. And it can be even as simple as sending a nice text message. Again, what is one small thing that you can do for somebody else this weekend? And now, a listener question. Hi, Emily. I've heard you mention on the podcast a couple times that you're working with a life coach, and I was wondering if you would be willing to talk a little bit more about it. How did you decide that you wanted to work with a life coach? How did you find your life coach? What qualifications did you look for? And just what your overall experience of life coaching has been like. Um, I know you've seen a therapist in the past, so I'm curious to know how it compares to therapy and what advice you'd give to someone if they're wondering whether they should find a therapist or find a life coach. Um, Anything you'd be willing to share about the experience would be really appreciated. Thanks so much. Love the podcast. Great question. So yes, I have worked with therapists in the past, and I have been working with my current life coach for, goodness, maybe four months at least. I want to say we started working together in February, so about four months. And there have been some big differences between the two, although I will say that, yes, there can be a lot of similarities between working with a life coach and working with a therapist. And sometimes when I reference something that I've learned speaking to my life coach, I just go to reference her as a therapist because it seems a little less like froofy, if that makes sense. I digress. So there are a lot of different certifications that someone can go through to become a certified life coach. And the training to become a life coach is, uh, let's say, it's extensive, but it's not the same or nearly as lengthy as becoming a therapist. So typically speaking, you can become a certified life coach within a year uh, and you want to look for a life coaching program that is ICF accredited. ICF stands for the International Coaching Federation. And essentially, you want an ICF accredited education opportunity because these have gone through a rigorous review process. They've demonstrated that the curriculum aligns with the ICF definition of coaching and core competencies and code of ethics. And these are really the best of the best. These aren't the kind of programs that you log onto a website and within a month, you're somehow a certified life coach. I work with a woman who does core energy coaching, and essentially the goal of this methodology is getting to the root or, as it's called, the core of someone's challenges by identifying and shifting their inner thoughts. And when I started working with her, I took like this lengthy survey so that she could get to know a lot about me, my energy, and where I spend a lot of it. Now, without going into extensive detail, I will say that the difference, the biggest difference between working with this life coach now and working with a therapist previously is I was doing cognitive behavioral therapy before, and I never really felt like I was getting much from my time there. Like it was nice to have someone to speak to about what was going on in my life outside of a close friend, someone that I could speak to without judgment. But that really was what it was for me. I didn't walk out of there with a lot of different revelations on what was going on in my life. Uh, She may have asked me questions every once in a while, but I wasn't really prompted to take different courses of action. And after a while, I felt like that experience got really stagnant for me. Within these four months of working with this new life coach, I feel like she challenges me and says things to me in a way that really make me think, that really 
make me understand my behaviors and I can get a sense of why I might be acting a certain way. And if I want to change the way that I'm acting, then I now really understand and own that that change is completely within my power. And that, the word power, it's really empowering. Whether you are seeking a life coach or a therapist, the best piece of advice that I can give you, and this is what I did, is get a referral from someone who may be working with a practitioner that you think could be really good for you. And also date around. I regret not doing more of that when I started working with my first therapist. And I felt a little bit guilty about the idea that it might not be the right fit and stuck it out for perhaps longer than I should have. I'm still grateful for the experience nonetheless, and it taught me what to do differently going forward. So date around. Remember that this individual is providing you a service. So if you're not completely satisfied with how the service is going, you have the opportunity to seek business somewhere else. (sighs) Okay. I think that was a mouthful, but I also feel like I addressed all of the parts of this question. Thanks for listening. I would love more questions. The link to leave me a voice message and have your question answered on an upcoming episode of 5-Minute Friday is in the show notes. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.